Welcome to our very first podcast, The Cracked Pots. I am Pastor Rebecca, along with... And I'm Pastor Chad. uh, And we are starting this podcast, of course, the name The Cracked Pots, which is not to be confused with... The crackpots. Uh, we it is a biblical image. It's an image of pots that are broken, uh, and they are broken just like we are, but they're broken so that the light can shine through. Um, and the whole purpose of this podcast is to look at topics that you find important. So we are drawing all of our topics from questions that uh, either friends, parishioners, uh, or confirmation students, whatever, have posed to us, and then that is what we are going to be discussing for the day. And this week, our lovely confirmation students decided to throw us a nice, easy question <laughs> revolving around suicide, mental health, and if you commit suicide, do you go to heaven or hell, which seems like a relevant topic these days. Yeah, and it's very relevant to me personally. I had a um, actually a good friend uh, commit suicide this past year. My first encounter with with suicide was when I was in the third grade, and uh, a good family friend who suffered from depression um, also had some iron deposits and stuff that, on her brain who committed suicide. Uh, It was very difficult. And then throughout high school, I had classmates who had killed themselves. And it's just kind of an ongoing problem that we find. Yeah. And uh, so my wife is in the mental health field. um, So that brings this this whole topic a little more relevant to me as well. And I did my chaplaincy work in a behavioral health unit um, and found that work both very challenging, yet very rewarding um, all at the same time. And suicide and mental health in general is something that affects all of us in in some ways, some more directly than others, um, but it's something that is very prevalent in our society. Um, And rates rates of mental illness and suicide are are sort of on the climb, especially with their young people. So it is is something that that we should talk about, even if it is a difficult topic. Yeah. And obviously, probably whoever's listening to this, uh, in some way, somehow, you've probably been affected by it. You've known somebody, or you've known somebody who's known somebody, or uh, something along those lines. And the question that was posed to us was about where suicides go. Do they go to heaven? Do they go to hell? And I think, um, before we determine that, because, well, we're not God, but... I think we need to talk a little bit about the biblical image of hell, first of all, and what it is and what it isn't, because I think we get a lot of our ideas and our imagery of hell from things like Dante's Inferno uh, that has shaped what we, what we think it is. It's some good, some good Hollywood imagery. Yes. <laughs> nice. Which may not be biblical. Yeah. Uh, you know, nice, nice fiery kind of place. And actually, the fiery image does come from the Bible. First mention actually of hell is in the Old Testament. It's in Second Kings, and it is uh, called the Valley of Hinnom, which in the New Testament in Greek is called Gihana, and is uh, this garbage dump basically. But in the Old Testament, Second Kings, it was the place where the kings were performing child sacrifice. And so they were taking them out and burning them in the fires in the valley of Hanom. 
So whenever you have Jesus talking about, you know, hell uh, from the standpoint of, you know, you need to cut your right arm off and throw it into hell. If it's, it's basically, it's throw it on the garbage it's dump. the dump. Yeah. Uh, the burning garbage heap that it, the ick needs to be burned up. The, the, the stuff needs to be burned up. And if you need that image, just take a short drive up the turnpike and you get the nice image of the landfill with all the birds circling over. Exactly. Yes. Um, which, and it's a poignant image. I mean, it's a, it, it's a, I don't want to be there. It's one of the few mountains. <laughs> yeah. In, in, it's a high point in Florida, unfortunately, in terms of topography. Well, and when you think about um, heaven, from the standpoint of at least the, the image we get of heaven, our, our primary image that we get of heaven, of course, is the book of Revelation. Um, the book of Revelation talks about uh, the gates being wide open and welcoming all these things in, but then it also says, here are all the things that can't come in. I think, my, I think my image, and this is, I, I don't think I'm alone in this, my image comes from Bugs Bunny cartoons, I think. Here you have the escalator going up into the clouds and the pearly gates, and that was, that was my first image of what heaven is, is Bugs Bunny going up, to the, going up this escalator to the pearly gates through the clouds. <laughs> Not biblical, know. but... I don't know where my first image came from, I'll be honest. Probably was Bugs Bunny, too, because I used to watch yeah. Saturday morning cartoons. We dated ourselves. But that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. But those images, they're strong images. And where I keep coming back to, at least from, from that standpoint, is there is this image throughout the Bible of um, what we call refining fires. Yeah. Um, and the point of a refining fire is to burn away the garbage. And so when you're talking about burning hell, well, what is, you know, the, what is hell? Is that that burning up of all of the ick, all of the nasty, all of the stuff that is not allowed in the kingdom of God because the kingdom of God has no room for that anymore. Um, and it has to be left outside. So the question is, of course, uh, how much of that are you clinging to, how much of that, you know, is a part of you that gets burned up when you're, you know, if you enter the kingdom of God, there's got to be that, that, I guess you might call it purge, of all of the ick. And First Corinthians... And we all have ick. We all have it, yeah. M mental illness or not, whether we want to claim it, we all have that, that ick, that part of us that needs to be burned away, that needs to be refined. Yep. And I think part of what Jesus' message to us is, is take care of that ick now. You know, de deal with as much of that ick now as you can and cling to Christ. Because clinging to Christ when, you know, that day comes, you're not going to suffer as much loss. First Corinthians actually talks about this when Paul is talking about when you build um, on a foundation, what kind of foundation are you building on? Are you building on uh, gems and, you know, the, the solid, the good stuff? Or are you building on wood and straw? Because when the day comes and he says, well, you'll be saved, but you'll be saved as though you have nothing because everything's going to get burned up. Yeah. So for me, that's, that's the image of what hell means, is that stuff has to go. This, this week we had the image um, in our reading and in, in, in song of sinking sand. 
know, where, are you, where are you building your, your foundation? Is it on right. rock or is it on sand? And same, same thing, it's, it's what are, are we building that foundation on something solid like Christ or are we making, building that image, um, that foundation rather on, on earthly things? Um, and I think our tendency in society is, is to go the earthly route, um, even though we know through Scripture that the foundation is probably not where it needs to be, let's put it that way. It's a human thing, though. Yes, it's, absolutely. It's what we do as humans. As far as, though, then, to get back to then the question of suicide. Yeah. So can, can we just start with, you know, we talked about the image of, of the dump um, and the trash heap, and we mentioned that parts of all of us um, absolutely need to be refined and need to be burnt. Um, but no human um, is, is, is in and of themselves in totality for the trash heap. Um, and, and God affirms that and Christ affirms that in, in ministry because you know, our humanity is, is, is God-created, is God-given, um, and that grace and, and forgiveness of Christ. So I just want to start this and maybe this should be the conclusion, but I don't think it should wait. I think we need to hear this multiple times, uh, maybe not just in this podcast, but throughout our day, that no one belongs on the trash heap. No. Nope. Nobody belongs on the trash heap. And I don't think God leaves us on the trash heap in any way. Mm. That's just... Absolutely. No. And I think Luther's view of suicide as well might be a little bit helpful here. His reason for believing that they don't go to hell, they aren't damned, uh, is that they do not wish to kill themselves but are overcome by the power of the devil. They are like a man who is murdered in the woods by a robber. Basically, and anybody who has been around a depressed person knows what that's like, or if you're suffering from it yourself. You don't choose to be that way. You know, it's... it. it it comes upon you, it takes, it lies to you, um, and it, it tells you the world would somehow be better off without you. It tells you that this is the escape. Um, it tells you that um, this is, this is going to make everything better, and then people believe that lie. Yeah, and, as, and as, a, as a person who cares for, is around, in the company of, you know, whether it be family or friend, it is difficult on that side as well because you see this person that you care about and you see all of this, all of the, the value that this person has and they just can't see it. And it makes you kind of want to grab them by the shoulder and say, you are, a, you are an incredible person. You are loved. There is no reason to be like this. Just get up. Yep. And that's not helpful. No, no. Um, in fact, um, my friend who, who killed himself this past year, the note he left it said, I, I've succumbed to my demons. He had a lot of demons in his life. Um, but we struggle with the whole notion of demons yes. in the church, especially in the Lutheran faith with, with this whole demonic thing. Yeah, but there are powers and forces in this world that, that do take over our lives. And, you know, I, I don't think it was because he and his family were not faithful enough people um, or, you know, he didn't believe enough in God or anything along those lines. There had just been so much garbage and addictions and trauma and tragedy that he was done. Yeah. And while 
I, I, I cannot fathom the just utter despair that takes you to the point of actually finally doing it. And I, I hope that we I hope that we never get to that point where we understand it more deeply. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said I cannot fathom it, but at the same time I do understand it. Right. Um you too. Well, and and let's face it, I think I think everybody is a liar if they say there is not has not been at some point in time in their life where they have not been in a really bad spot and thought, well, if I just die, this would be better. This would all go away. Even if for a brief moment. Yeah, it, even if it's just a brief moment and you go, okay, that's stupid, and I'm not going to think of that anymore. Um, we've all been there. We've all had that. We've all been going, we've all gone through something that has caused us to have that momentary thought. And some of us banish it, some of us don't. Yeah. And it's, and there are so many different ways. I mean, it can be a sudden suicide. My cousin, as far as I'm concerned, he killed himself. He drank himself to death at the age of 45. He knew what it was doing to him. He knew, but that addiction was so powerful that he just, he kept doing it until it killed him. Um, and then my aunt, same thing. She, her, her vice was smoking. And as soon as he died, she took up multiple packs a day and then smoked herself to death. Died a few years later. So... And maybe maybe this is a a good time to point out that um, none of these issues are things that you need to go through alone. Um, you know, it's it's not a lack of faith. You're know, looking for help is not an act of faith or a lack of faith. Um, seeking counseling doesn't mean that um, you're a weak person. I, I think one of the one of the one of the evil one of the demonic things we we believe in society is that asking for help and help from others makes us weak and i think it's in fact i think it's the opposite you know, i think we're a stronger person if we're able to to seek out help um, and ask people and admit that hey you know what i can't do this alone um, nor should anyone have to and that's you know, i think that's one of the things that a community of faith should be about um, supporting people in need um, and it's not always easy but um, I think I think it's a I think it's important that we point out as faith leaders um, that mental illness, suicide in general, is not um, a lack of faith, nor a lack of character, nor something that you should um, that you should be stuck with dealing with on your own. Um, there is there are resources, whether it's you know counseling, you know, pastoral counseling. I, my wife is always quick to tell me you know, from the time I started seminary. My complaint with pastors is they don't know their limitations. Um, and well, I am, I have said many times and, you know, you are welcome to call me or text me 24 seven and I will do what I can, but I do have limitations in my training and what I'm capable of doing. I'm always willing to listen. Um, and I know that pastor Rebecca is as well. Um, but we're limited in our training in terms of dealing with mental, with mental illness. Um, we so, refer. So yeah, so it's uh, one of our jobs is to you know build that relationship so that you're cap that you're that you're comfortable with us, um, but then for us to be able to refer and say, hey, this might be a good time for you to seek some professional counseling, and it doesn't mean that I don't care and I'm not willing to continue on this journey with you, but we don't always have enough skills to help um, in an area of need. So so we're kind of. 
I feel like we're dancing around the ultimate question, and for good reason, because it's not an easy question. Um, <laughs> and I think we've talked about mental health, and we've talked about suicide, and that was part of the topic. But the, really, the, 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 the difficult part is, so what happens if you commit suicide? Do you go to hell? Um, hey, why don't you answer that, Pastor Rebecca? <laughs> well, first of all, we're not God. That's right. I mean, that's ultimately the answer there, is that we don't get to make that decision. We don't get to make that judgment. However, what I can tell you um, is what I know of God and what I know of who our judge is and who the person is who intercedes for us on our behalf, whether you die of natural causes or whether you um, kill yourself suddenly, kill yourself slowly, whatever. We still have Jesus who is the one who stands and is our advocate and is the one who's that intercessor for us when you know we're we're having to having to face God so to speak. I love um, I love that image of of Jesus as the advocate. Yeah. As our advocate that is on our behalf. It is there to say yeah, they're messed up. But I'm taking that messed up. I'm taking that messed up and I am taking it into myself and I'll bear that punishment. I'll take that. That's mine because these are beloved children of God. And that sometimes is hard for us because we also think about what does divine justice right. looks like. I think that's a whole different podcast. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I, but I think, I think that kind of goes into, and I think it's an obsession um, oftentimes with, with Christians of who's going to heaven and who's going to hell. Who's in and who's out. Right, like, like heaven has a, has a finite space that there's only so many seats on the bus, and, I have to, and if you're not in, then that gives me an extra seat. Yeah. Um, and I think we, suicide often is a, is a place where this plays out. Um, well, you can't have a seat on the bus because, um, and, and I love that image of the advocate. And, and I, th I think for me, the two images that are really standing out in this um, are the trash heap and the advocate. And the advocate basically says, listen, you don't go on the trash heap. You in your entirety do not go, do not go on the trash heap. There's parts of your being, there's parts of my being, there's parts of everyone's being that is trash heap worthy. And God knows that's a whole other podcast, get into my trash heap. Um, <laughs> oh, let's, let's, not, let's not do that. But <laughs> you, you as a person, you as a child of God, um, in your totality are not trash. You are a beloved child of God, and God loves life. I mean, that's, you know... And because the danger also is then that people say, oh, well, okay, then, you know, it's okay to do this. No, it's not okay. But we do have an advocate. We do have somebody who is, is loving us and telling us that we are worthy and will be there. And um, the image I love in, in the book of Revelation is uh, the Alpha and the Omega. I am the beginning and the end because he is there at the end. He is there at that that point in your life and hopefully if you're making him part of your beginning <laughs> it's also going to be part of your ending yeah. uh kind of kind of idea you know regardless he's there and that for me is such a powerful uh image of of 
divine love of this is a God that doesn't just sit up in heaven and throw thunderbolts and, <laughs> you know, smite people. Um, exactly. But this is a God who cares enough about humanity that he's going to enter into our trash and walk into that trash and going to pull us out of that trash, um, whether it's this life, whether it's the next life. Um, and just that, um, like you said, obsession that, that people have with trying to decide who's in and who's out. And first of all, that's not our call. We, we don't get to decide who's in and who's out. Um, that's God will have mercy on whom he will have mercy. And that is, and it, for me, it always boils down to trust. Yeah. Um, your relationship with God is based on one primary element, and it is trust. So when I have people who come to me who are worried about a loved one or something like that, they think, oh, they haven't gone to church in however long, where is he? And I look at them and I just say, do you trust God? Right. Do you trust God to do the right thing? Do you trust that God is going to do what is right for this person, for you, yeah. for everybody? Yeah. And if you trust that, you don't need to worry about, I trust God's going to do the right thing. Yeah. And, and for me, that image is the cross. Yep. You know, if we need a reminder, look to the cross. Um, because it, it, by ourselves, we are, we are not capable. Um, but with the cross and with grace, um, yeah, we're, we're, we're not trash. We're not trash. So we leave you with that parting thought. You are not trash. You are not garbage. You are beloved. Jesus pulls you out of it. Um, and that, I think, concludes our very first podcast, Tough Topic. Um, thank you, Pastor Chad. Thank you. And if you have more topics, see Pastor Rebecca or myself or leave a comment and we'll eventually get to that topic. I'm not going to duck anything, I guess. <laughs> even, if we, even if we want to, we promise we'll, uh, we'll give it a crack. Because we're the cracked pots. Ha! <laughs> And if you would like to email us your question, you can do so by emailing us at ipccrackedpots. IPC, of course, being Emmanuel Palm City. So ipccrackedpots at gmail.com.